Hello and welcome to Unwanted Answers, a show on the internet and in your podcast apps and in your ears. And the 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 the, the crux of this show is that we answer questions, we give advice. We're not going to be doing that this time, but we are going to be getting into some great segments. Oh yes, uh, which we should really probably get into if you if you haven't heard the show just have a listen it's it's You've fine got 30 some episodes to catch up on there are some other things we have to get to and i had a call with paul oh <laughs> yes rhyme um i had a call with paul and um he doesn't really speak to us um oh. what i heard was heavy breathing and then i was getting texts so I was from like, his breathing. I'm sure he's a beautiful singer, <laughs> just yeah. wonderful voice. Yeah. I'd like to hear it someday. Yeah, it's an interesting timbre. Yeah. So, uh, uh, basically, we. I don't know how to put this lightly, except to leave out a lot of the incriminating details. But I guess I'll just say, we have to get through everything today. This oh, episode, well, like the in this episode. We basically have about an hour to get to get through everything. Yes. He wants it all. He wants nice mm -hmm. smorgasbord. Of course, we did have some stuff we did in the we did uh on this day already and stuff like that. But we will get through mm -hmm. all yeah, the rest. Th there's a few other things we have to check off. Uh and we we really gotta make sure that happens. Some questions of the things give up on us yeah. when Yahoo answers shut down. We give up on the questions sometimes. Yeah, we uh, we don't need to check off any questions. We don't need to check off on this day. Besides we, our beloved question. Yeah, we we don't need to we don't need to check off uh, off the list. Um, any what's been going on recently? Uh, uh, so some other things this episode. Uh, we're gonna want to get into. Maybe the most crucial thing, Paul's product placement. Oh, yes. He loves his product placements. And this week, he's got a lot. Um, it's a lot. Uh, straight from the uh, the Paul man himself. Yes. So, uh, and then we've got a little bit of gossip, uh, of course. And, uh, you know, what, what else do we got? Well, we also have our gaze into the future where we find mm -hmm. out the future of one of our beloved recurring uh, co-stars. Then we have Secrets Revealed, which is always makes me feel uncomfortable going to sites looking for conspiracies. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I just mostly stay with YouTube and Wikipedia. And then finally, yeah. beloved, the most beloved segment of all, Oh, yes. But we always end with that segment. Yes. And it is beloved. Yes. Um, You know, looking at the everything on the docket, uh, which we have to get through, uh, and there is a lot, uh, I almost wonder if I should, like, inaugurate this episode 39 with some gossip. Oh, yes. Let us it's go kind into of like a question. the gossip. Uh, so this is a new segment where I, you know, I, re I read an article on the guardian that, uh, there are some, uh, things on the internet, like advice columns that can sort of, uh, bring this feeling of, uh, involvement in this interpersonal communication, this feeling similar to that of hearing gossip, uh, interpersonal gossip that we're kind of missing, uh, 
over the course of the lockdown. So to take that a step further and um, really bring the gossip straight to your ears in a very like satisfying and visceral way, I am going to read a deep, dark, secret confession from the internet. Oh, boy. And uh, we are going to, and no one asked for me to reveal this. This is unwelcome gossip. Exactly. Uh, but here it is. And we're going to kind of try and figure out who done it. Uh, the person wanted to re remain anonymous, but I'm denying that request. And yes. we're going to try and figure out who it is. It could be... I like selected these as like I could see them as being one of our recurring guests. Oh, exactly. It may or may not be, but uh, here we go. All right. So this one, this is someone who is, you know, either religious or poses being religious. We'll see. So we're going to get into some, some, uh, some murky waters here where we navigate this. So this is a confession on the internet. Someone posted this, a deep, dark secret. I Here love deep, is. dark secrets. The deeper, the better. Anonymous writes, I go to church every Sunday, but no one knows that I deal drugs to my friends and all of their <laughs> friends <laughs> while I'm there. <laughs> uh, that was quite the plot twist right there in one sentence. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, this person wanted to, uh, you know, start it off with something to, you know, maybe get on people's good sides. You know, they're a community going, they're a, they're a good Sunday church goer every week. Yes, even sometimes uh, on Wednesdays. But uh, I think that that, uh, that spiritual feeling might be coming from something else. Oh, yes. No, there's a reason why people are sniffing their Bibles in church. I'd be like, what, what are they yeah. doing? What are they sprinkling the pages with? <laughs> and like the drug dealer would be like, trust me, the word of God has never felt so right. Yeah. It's like he's speaking right through me. Yes. <laughs> Um, so this is an anonymous confession. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. I, I, my only thought church every Sunday, um, you know, all, something that's common for a lot of people is that they are often, they often go to church when they're kids and then they get older and they make that decision for themselves. So a lot of people have this, uh, the church has and and going to church on Sunday has like ties to youth. So uh, what that makes me think of as someone who also, uh, I went to Sunday school every Sunday for a long time, and I no longer go to a church or I'm part of one at all. And um, it just gets me thinking about some of the weird kids that I knew in Sunday school. I never felt like I, I fit in there. And let's uh, just say it kids in Sunday school are weird. <laughs> yeah, that is a turning point. Like that's a whole nother topic. The people, when I went to Sunday school, I felt so odd man out. Those people were weird. When I was younger, <laughs> I was told it's okay. You only got to see him for a little bit and then just leave. 
Just leave as soon as possible. Mom, yeah, I don't want to go. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of like the attitude. Weird. Yeah, the attitude for you was kind of like there is always an attitude of like you should make friends, and I was always just like, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, not my Mom, scene. Not these, not these people. Yeah, <laughs> they're so odd. <laughs> they're like uh, those uh, twins from The Shining or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so this person doesn't say their age. I'm saying that this might be one of the kids in Sunday school dealing drugs. Yes, and I do we? I, know I, I, I know a kid who deals drugs. Oh, yes. Or more, he oversees the dealing of drugs. Yes. And he deals it to his friends and all of their friends. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. I um, think I know who we're referring to. Yeah. So um, he kind of sees um, uh, one of the tattletales. Uh, he, you know, like Vanessa's kind of a tattletale, goody two shoes. And so okay. he's like, hey, uh, Vanessa. I hear you've been thinking about snitching to old Miss Thorngale up there, you know, uh, telling her and the big man upstairs. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you're going to be in the basement of this here holy place if you don't keep your mouth shut about the whole thing, you see? <laughs> oh, yes, baby face Antonio <laughs> could have it where um, there's like a ch- the minister is like, stop. We must stop the Christmas pageant right now. Antonio, come with me. Are you dealing drugs? No, of course not. Um, Pastor, whatever your name is, Pastor White, you know, I'm, I'm legitimate. I see you, you little sinner. Well, who do you think you're going to believe, you know? The minister or baby Jesus in the Christmas play? Because I am baby Jesus in the Christmas play. Who do you think you're going to believe? So, uh, you know, you might as well why. Shut your mouth and uh, walk away because, you know, just like Jesus, I, I, I got my own powers of my own and I can make you disappear. You know, yeah. Jesus made uh, bread and fish or he made multiple things. I can make you I can make less of you, Pastor. Or you can disappear. <laughs> you might uh, you might find yourself uh, in some deep water. And unlike uh, the Lord and Savior, <laughs> you won't be able to walk on it. huh? <laughs> yeah, sink straight to the bottom. You know, Jesus, um, like Lazarus, like Lazarus, Jesus brought people back from the dead. Well, you know, my business, we make people stay dead. <laughs> there ain't going to be no coming back in three days now. <laughs> hey, no coming back. You want to walk on water? Yeah, try walking on water when I got anchor tied to your legs. Uh, you want to see a burning bush? How about, you know, that burning bush if it's doused in gasoline? Because, you know, this might be some property I wish to own soon. And if you don't vacate the premises, you might have to go up in smokes. Yeah. Miss Thorngale is like, um, comes up to him and is like, uh, Antonio, um, so I've been hearing talk from some of your friends from Vanessa and, and, uh, you know, I'm just, a little worried that um you're maybe giving some stuff to the other kids that maybe they shouldn't be um having well you accuse me of being some kind of drug dealer i mean uh the only drug i need is uh the man upstairs you know that's the only thing that gets me high <laughs> yo <laughs> and nicotine 
he like to the pastor. He, he's like, hey, hey, yeah, uh, you know, some people like cocaine. Yeah, some people like heroin. I deal with a uh, holy water and the bread and the wine. You know, it's the you know blood and fl- flesh of your savior. So, uh, yeah. well, if you really want, I can get you real blood and flesh. If yeah, that's what you do. How accurate you want this communion to be? Because I know people. Yeah, you know those. Uh, uh, you know that uh, fish thing, the the like Christian fish thing. Where it's oh, like you see it a bumper tail or whatever. Yeah, you see it's like a bumper sticker. Um, he's gonna like point to the wall at one of those, and you see that you're gonna be sleeping with one of those if you don't keep your mouth shut about the whole ordeal. Oh no, babyface Antonio, we don't encourage bestiality. <laughs> uh, That's a sin. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of a, a plot of Shape of the Water, sleeping with the fishes. Oh yes, just imagine if it had been in the '30s and like everyone had like that '30s gangster accent. You sleeping with the fishes? Yeah, I love that fish. So, uh, what you gonna deal with it? Uh, yeah. I love that fish. Yeah, the fish is gonna be my baby daddy. <laughs> uh, um, baby face Antonio is dealing drugs and yeah, maybe a school. few other things. Kind of like, wasn't there? Uh, wasn't there a thing where like you could like sell forgiveness or whatever back in the old days? Sell forgiveness, sort of like um. You do a sentence and you can pay off. I mean, that's kind of like yeah. Catholicism. I mean, you go um, into the little booth. I don't know. Speaking of ideas that just popped into my head. Mm-hmm. We take a microphone. We just confess just some random stuff. <laughs> just yeah. like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, officer. I mean, not officer. Hey, man, that, that's a completely <laughs> different thing. Yeah. I don't think we'll end with um the happiest anyone's like so you wasted our time you're being arrested for uh lying or what wasting yeah. officers time obstruction of justice that's good what it could be yeah yeah because you but it's like oh father i've got so many things to confess uh you know i served my mother burnt toast once and i could have taken it out but i just don't feel like it uh sometimes Sometimes I just don't even wash wash my hands. Like, and look, I work at Cracker Barrel. That's not encouraged at all. But I just feel like if I go to another restaurant, they'll want that. Yeah. Do you know what shocked me the other day? <clears throat> oh, what? So, uh, we went to Red Lobster recently. I guess we we'll go tomorrow because once again, it's my sister's birthday, and you know, the death of a dream of a baby brother. But. <laughs> Yeah, we went to Red Lobster recently, which luckily, did you hear they have Pepsi products now? Um, I guess I didn't know that they didn't. What did they have before? Just Coke products? Just or did Coke, they... But now okay. it's got Pepsi. I'm like, oh, yes. Because look, with Pepsi, you got both Mountain Dew and Sierra yeah. Mist. With but Coke, yeah, you true. have Sprite or 50-50 Mellow Yellow. Actually, 25-75. And the 75 yeah. isn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that that's good news. But do they also have Dr. Pepper? Just a lot of places will just have I don't, that, too. I don't know. But okay. <laughs> my dad had a gift card or something 
for they used and showed it mm-hmm. logos of different restaurants and one of them was freaking Cracker Barrel. I'm like, what? <laughs> How? Why oh. are they even in the same conversation? Well, that's interesting because apparently we need to we need to get to the bottom of this at some point. Uh, there might not be time now, but uh, that must mean that there is some higher level corporation like a restaurant partnership that owns Cracker Barrel. Yes. Uh, and we need to figure out what all of those other businesses are. Yes, because I mean, if you're going to get a gift card to one that works for all of them, is there anyone besides like people who just That's hate sad, themselves man. who want to go to Cracker Barrel? That is such a sad thought getting that <laughs> gift card and you could go to what Red Lobster Red and you go Lobster. to Cracker Barrel instead. What an absolutely depraved person that would have to be. Yeah, it's it's psycho. What I don't even know how we got there. We always find a way to bring up Cracker Barrel, but you know what? Yes. We we gave up the the hot goss, the the juicy gossip around the yes, the it's table. Babyface Antonio. Yeah, yeah, and I think that one's pretty safe to say. Uh, Babyface Antonio uh, goes to Sunday school, and he's kind of you know he's doing his thing, doing what he's passionate about. Um, uh, so yeah, that's our first segment, kind of taken care of. Clean oh, our hands yes. of that. So should we move on to our next segment? I would personally love to. Yes. So for our next segment, we'll also talk about our characters. Mm-hmm. As we shall gaze into the future. Yes. Gaze into the future. Before we announce what character it will be, would you like to guess a number between one and four? This is a perfect opportunity to do a four-sided die roll. Let's go. Oh, yes. And it is a three. A three. And let's randomize and see whose character it will be. Okay. It will be the crappy homemade artist. More recent oh. addition to the lore. <laughs> yeah, he's got an Etsy store. Unwind Anthony. He said three, right? Yeah, three. Three. <clears throat> and the fortune is. Oh my God. <laughs> you will become a great philanthropist in your later years. <laughs> uh is he like he has this uh feeling of high importance where he like somehow running an Etsy store gives uh <clears throat> gives him the gives him the clear to basically write um a, like a, a heartwarming memoir about how he succeeded and how to yourself succeed in business and the arts. Yes. Uh it's it's some kind of like uh uh uh, it's like the book is like make it work, but it's make it comma work, make it work. Yes. And uh, he's shrugging on the cover, uh, holding a crappy like paper mache Etsy piece that he made that's like a keychain. Uh, yes. And no one asked for it, sort of like this podcast. Yes. He is a philanthropist, but he's not a rich philanthropist. He is the kind of guy who will go to a hospital at Christmas time and say, hello, I would like to make a donation with my wonderful art. 
And they're like, oh, you'd like to make a donation? Yes. I recently sold a piece and I would like to give you all 100% of the profits. Well, that's great. Thank you. And he hands the check. I'm trust those $3 will go to help the sick children. What, why did you waste your time with this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he gives a copy of his book, uh, Make It Work, and uh, the keychain. And he's like, I'd like to donate this to charity. Yes. And they're just like, we can't do anything. What is this? Is nothing. <laughs> Nobody like, wants. Well, this. but they the speculative value of these items is is bound to be in the millions in the next ten years. So it's <laughs> kind goes, of your biggest donation. He goes to a Barnes and Noble with <clears throat> like a a fold, you know, like a card table or whatever, and a folding chair. Sits yeah. down and he's like, "Hello, I'm here to sign your books. Come, bring them to me. Yeah. Now, don't crowd. There'll be a wonderful line coming." And yeah, he thinks that, um, like, he and he's so proud of his art too. Like, he'll have it where like a family will come together, and they will want his. They will want him to paint their portrait. He'll paint it. And it's like very stick figure looking and crappy. And they'll be like, what do you think? And then the guy will be like, this could be my grandmother's last Christmas. And our last reminder of us together as a family is with this crappy painting you did. Yeah. Well, she dies. It will increase in value. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's limited memory. edition. Wonderful memory. We have 11 people in this painting. I can't tell who is who. They all look <laughs> the same. You're all family. You're all supposed to look the same. I took some artists' liberties, and you really shouldn't question an artist's work like that. It's not spacuth to critique an artist. It's not part of it. <laughs> yes. Like on Valentine, we recently had Valentine's Day recently. Yeah. He went up. So like uh, his girlfriend who they're kind of in a relationship, but she's kind of engaged to someone else. And he's like, my darling, I'm giving you the perfect gift. See, it is candy wrappers glued together as a, as a heart. And she's like, why didn't you just give me the candy? I would have preferred that. And he says, well, I am a starving artist. I have to take what I can get. <laughs> Believe me, there was a lot of rummaging through the trash. That's all I've these. eaten this week. <laughs> I'm oh, severely yes. malnourished. <laughs> Do you think it is attractive? Do you think my mother likes it? When I go to visit her, she can see my ribs. <laughs> this is, this is, but I do start from my art. She yeah, says, like, "Give up." You think I can I lift a no. paintbrush with this it's hauntingly thin arm? Yeah, and he's like, "The only thing is my very thin fingers can, can make thinner lines than any paintbrush." No demand. <laughs> I don't even need to buy a new of the smallest paintbrush because I can just kind of gently brush with the tip of my finger, which is frail and flimsy and. Is it's like a single hair. I've promised to donate this finger to other artists once I die, <laughs> and they will use it to create art in a way I shall live on forever. 
uh, maybe someday this member will be in a museum. I don't think you know what you're saying, man. But again, <laughs> it would help if I wasn't outside in the cold all the time because it's turning purple and I fear it may have to be amputated soon. He tries doing another brushstroke. <laughs> it breaks off. Ah! Uh, Someone yeah. get the super glue, a piece of gum, anything. This finger is my livelihood. No, don't worry, don't worry. It's too thin and frail to emit any blood. <laughs> is, is it wrong that I didn't feel it fall off? It just snapped off like a twig. <laughs> <laughs> this other finger will feel so lonely the rest of its life. It needs its perfect mate. Otherwise, why am not whole as an artist? What kind of artist am I with only nine fingers, eight fingers? <laughs> and they're like, um, look, we can't attach the finger, but can, but can you live with eight fingers? Well. At least I have something to use for my art. And then, like, um, the, he once again super glues his finger and thumb to a piece of paper. And on the bottom it says, You're my number one girl. And it says, See, a part of me on forever, even as the bacteria is eaten away by dead finger. <laughs> you kind of want to put it in a cold spot. So it can last forever. Uh, I apologize uh, in advance for the bugs and the worms that will enter your apartment to eat at my dead finger. Uh, I guess we've learned <laughs> that the starving artist is hauntingly thin. He's his fingers. <laughs> Mom, I know you're not a doctor, but is it normal to not have any feeling in my tips? Oh, we, we've learned a lot about him this go. Yeah, around. that's a lot of. Uh... And I'm proud of that. I, I like knowing more about what to expect. Mm -hmm. That's how you From... know it. You know, uh, it's like. Fiction could never do what we're doing because we're like delving into to reality and reality has drama. It has, you know, the, the, uh, the, the characters, the people in life like this starving artist have meat to them. You know, they have. Yes. Um, well, they not 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 in his fingers, not physically. It's a metaphor. No. Yes. He will be a great philanthropist. He gives so much, even his fingers yeah. away. Yeah, and that's not by choice. He has zero percent body fat. He <laughs> and that that gives a whole new image to the book cover thing I was telling, where he's on the cover shrugging. <laughs> it's, it's, you have to go back in time and uh, erase the image you created in your mind when I said that, and replace it with what we now know he looks like. Yes. It's it's him going like this, but his hand is like hanging on by a thread about to snap off. Yeah, it's um imagine uh Christian Bale in the 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 
machinist or whatever, and it's oh, yes. like a thousand times more hauntingly thin than that. Yes. All right, Paul is listening. Paul really wants some product placement. I guess okay. we'll go with your, the one you yeah. have. I mean, I'm not looking forward to sharing mine, but you mean, I guess I have to do it. Well, uh, for this in a moment, I'm, well, let, let's play the theme song first. I've got, uh, I've got a series of products for you that are all in the same category, but I think he We'll get into it. I think Paul's invested in a few things and he kind of wants to cover his basis here. So we'll kind of get into that in Paul's product, Paul's product placement. Oh, that sound just makes me want to buy something. Yeah, that's the sound. Uh, Actually, you know what? uh, uh, Let's get in the mood. Spend money. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, yes. Ka-ching. Let's get in the mood to spend money. Let's get the energy up because if I oh, don't, yes. if I money don't, time. I'm going to regret it later. Those bills. So, uh, do you do you know? Um, Paul has. We've talked about this before. Paul has taken up. Um, I would call it a hobby. I think you would call it more like a, a career or an investment. But he's he's been really like he's had a new interest lately that I think has fueled a lot of his product placements going forward. Oh, yes. And um, so here's the first product placement for the day. This is a product that, um, and if you look at the history of the products that uh, Paul has um, had us advertise, um, you might think that there's a common theme that, you know, maybe you've never heard of it or is like a, a failed product or something, but like get that out of your head. Yes. This is the future. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, not in sync. Bye, bye, bye. B U Y. Yes. So what is, this is how you sell something. You ask a, what is, what is, what is the best thing about marbles? Oh, Gotta love them. So a little glass sphere, marbles. What would you say the best thing is about marbles? What is the best thing? Uh, having them roll, the ability to roll. What other toy can just roll? Like right, that? right. And, but what would make that better? What would make it better? That's right. Maybe some kind of engine attached to it or something. Uh, faster. What if it was digital? Oh, no. That's magic marbles. So now you can, you could do anything with it. A picture of a marble. Um, if you invest now in magic marbles, which is, uh, a, an NFT picture of a marble, you can get your unique digital footprint stamped on these thrilling images of uh, different marbles. Um, let, let's take a deeper look at some of them. So uh, a cat's eye marble, of course, you mentioned they're spherical. You can roll them and stuff. Yes. Uh, a lot of times they're very pretty and very colorful. These of course. 
are like that, like the tangible item, like a marble. Um, it's like a picture of that. Oh, even better. Yeah. So this, it's Don't like worry about losing it or anything. Yeah. So, um, and the the great thing about it is is that um, you can own it, and you can't do that with a regular marble. Oh, exactly. And this is um, plus the two dollars has an extra zero at the end. Yeah, that's how you know that it's worth <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it's not just two dollars. Uh, it's wait zero second, zero that... zero cents. Okay, hold. It. That this is okay. I just pulled this up to show the picture, but this is that that I think that's supposed to be a comma. I don't know. It's because two dollars point. That's really funny that it makes it look like they're saying it's so. Chepa, our webcorn Discord for more link. We are giving away one free NFT for every repost and tag, with chances to win five. There's nothing that says it's two thousand dollars. I well, actually, doing doing the math, uh, apparently five uh, Ethereum is worth $20,000, and this marble is worth 0. 0.5 Ethereum. And so uh, 0.5 times 10, it's $2,000. So but this, that's not what they said. If they messed up. wanted oh, to this, buy this. This could be like a, um, uh, you know, like the deals that like, if you like bring a TV you you go to Best Buy and you show that like hey the uh, Radio Shack is selling this same TV for a hundred dollars less and then they have that guarantee. Yes, uh, th- that but with this NFT of a marble, um, where it says you can get it for two dollars. Exactly says it clears day right there and it does to comment on the other person's comment. I I don't want if we want to say their name but. This is huge, really. Mind blown. I can't. Is blown all this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. This changes the game. Oh, man. I can't wait. I, part of me, oof, we had an unwanted answers Instagram right now. We comment. I am so excited to buy this for $2. Yes. <laughs> um, I thought about doing that right now, but this is my. What, are there any other comments about it? <laughs> That's the only comment. Oh, um, and also, let's see the. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing the last time these. Look, that posted. one's eight hundred. That one's twenty thousand. But this one's two dollars. So I'm gonna check some. This is a gamble. Uh, I could look silly here, but we'll see that that person on that last post before this said this is going to be huge. Like it's the next big thing. Yes. Okay, so their last post was in November 2021. So, yes. But that just means you can buy low before it shoots up to the moon. You want to uh, get on this soon because, like, uh, plain physical marbles are a thing of the past. These are the marbles of the future. Exactly. This way they don't roll down. What are those storm dream? Storm yeah, drains or whatever. Yeah, you you flick it on. Um, I mean, you saw Squid Game. Marbles is scary. I know you haven't, but yes. people saw it. Yes, people who saw it know what I'm talking about. Marbles is scary. Yes, exactly. Um, so own them digitally. That's the future. 
oh, this way you don't have to worry about dropping a bunch and having people trip on them like the game Bully, which I've been yeah. playing a lot recently <laughs> on my but, PS3. Yeah, that's always fun. But uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's a, it's a good series. Um, but I don't want to get too stuck on Magic Marvel's NFT because um, there are two other ones that uh, Paul has really invested a lot in and wants us to talk about. Yes. And, Before we uh, go, is there a better deal than the $2, do you think? Good, 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 good. Um, $2 that I, I highly doubt it. I mean, two. Do- it says clearly plain as day right there, $2. These other yes. ones say 800 Oh, this one's only $20. It's not bad. Oh, that is pretty good. I mean, it's yeah. not as good as two dollars, but this still. one is two hundred dollars of three zeros after the the period. Yes. So that's um, it's interesting. I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah, but let's see. Um, uh, next on the docket. So this was Magic Marbles. That's a, a that's going to be a good product. You're going to want to invest in. Then this next one is Mad Carrot Gang. Oh, yes. So Mad if you Carrot wanted. Game? Imagine when people describe NFTs, they always try and sell you saying, imagine Pokemon cards. Exactly. And then what you do is you take out all of the charm or the the history, uh, the lore, the like decades of nostalgia, the gameplay, um, the storytelling, and the incredibly talented like uh, character design from some of the world's most talented character designers in the art field. Uh uh, and this is pictures of carrots and you can own them. And <laughs> At first I thought they were thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are, uh, uh, it, it's like a, I'm guessing it's like a, um, not hands on like a, 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 a randomly generated image of like a cartoon carrot. It kind of looks like a clip art carrot or something. <laughs> yes. And uh, I do like that first one, number 12. Yeah, number 12. And his eyes um, are facing one way, his mouth is facing a different way. Yeah. And I've actually ordered this in a very specific way on uh, uh, this actual uh, NFT marketplace because I've organized it by the highest last sale. So, just to describe the here, here are the five highest sales of. these carrots um you've got uh two of them are wearing uh beanies and yes. they've got some wide almost googly eye type things one of their eyes are one of them has eyes really far apart and one of them has eyes really close together very they classic have, cartoony look <laughs> yeah other than that they have an identical beanie and an identical mouth with a cigar sticking out of it so this yes. is a carrot they also so, have like uh, tiger stripes yeah, which is apparently makes it look more carrot-like. Yes. Then there's also this very tired or disappointed one that has vampire fangs and like a pink shark fin looking thing <laughs> sticking out of its head. The so little yeah. mohawk or something. But yeah, mad carrot number 10. Um, that, that's, 12? Oh, wait. Yeah, 12. Mad carrot number 12. Uh... That's one with a cigar. Its eyes are very, very close together. Uh, let's see. I had it down here. So let's see. One ETH we established was about um, 2000. This is one one hundredth of that. 
So the highest sale, I'm not doing the math, but that's a that, that might also be about two dollars. You know, you're you're knocking out good deals here. Yes. So you might say, like, oh well, these aren't that valuable then. This is the only mad carrot number 12. Exactly. Ever. That's it. And if if you get this, <clears throat> then you you ha you have it. And that, and then that way you have. It. Unlike Pokemon, you will never be able to catch them all. Yeah, you wouldn't have enough money for that, and the environment couldn't physically handle it. Yes. Um. So that there, that's great. That's great, and all. Um. These are beautiful pieces of art, and you would want to own them. I Ooh. would, especially <laughs> Mad Carrot number eighty-one. If I ever have a baby, I'm gonna hang that picture in its yeah. room. And yeah. It, it that one really looks like a thumb. It looks like someone nailed that, like like the like a cartoon bit where they accidentally nailed their thumb instead of like the yes. nail on the wall. And that's the face you make. This is my face when I, I accidentally mean, nailed. Nail, my... He looks both injured and brain damaged. Yeah. Um. It looks like this has happened before. So, was there eighty-one uh, possible ones? Um. You know, eighty-one items. That's probably the case then. That's the last. That's the last one. They minted eighty-one of these things, man. Who would? Have, there's eighty-one Next ways level. to give carrots a face. Yeah, man. I mean, kind of carrots. <laughs> <laughs> I get. It's like I guess it's a carrot. <laughs> some of these. Well, I'm not. Some of these are very kind of lazy ideas and just reusing stuff. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure these like are number generated. five and. Number fifty-eight. Yeah. They're yeah. pretty similar. There, there is not a huge library of different things. Uh, like that one, I swear we've. Well, they just took the nail out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's literally that. Just the same thing without the nail. Like, there's very, very few different elements. This one has two nails in its head. Oh, even better. It's you nice. can keep it going forever. Then three, four, yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I do want to get to what I think is probably oh my, my God, favorite one. That though. one, number 71. 71? The oh. eyes, it looks just like face from Nick Jr., <laughs> but oh. scared. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, they come in different shades. This carrot down here is straight up red, which oh, is kind yes. of upsetting. Which is, you know, if you go through them, <laughs> they've gone back to the well on the red carrot a lot. Maybe he's not even yeah. supposed to be a carrot. He's a chili pepper or something. If you went to the if you went to the grocery store and saw that many that many of the carrots were red, you would have to contact the health department about the source of that that farm. Oh yes, because it's like, hey, I think there's something weird <laughs> going on, and then the farmers like, um, yeah. don't you understand? I've mated carrots and tomatoes into one glorious fruit full of vitamins A, B, and C. Beautiful, or that, or they're putting just straight up like red dye number five into carrots. Oh, exactly. Which is good. Um, I, I. Here's the thing, though. Um. You, you might be. You might want to give me or Paul Flack for um, wholeheartedly endorsing the controversial topic of NFTs, which are oh, of course never. the future of I love of this topic. And I would say, like, there are a lot of criticisms, like the environmental impact, the um, wealth disparity, 
um, the evidence of pump and dump schemes in the space, um, the not staying power of it. And um, I would respond by saying, what if it was for a good cause? Oh, I'd be all in. NFTs for a cause. So one of the main things that people complain about with NFTs is the extreme environmental cost of Ethereum for what is essentially um, owning a digital link. This last series of NFT arts, of generative art, is probably, I would say, maybe even better than Mad Carrot Gang because of the philanthropy of it. So exactly. If you're worried about the environmental cost of uh, NFTs, come in Fighter Turtles Club. Oh, yes. Where their slogan, (laughs) Fighter Turtles Club, hashtag fuck straws. (laughs) That's right. Not literally, of course. That could be quite painful. Well, I don't know. We haven't scrolled down yet. Um, Whoa, is that a Joker (laughs) one? I did. That was one of the reasons there's a Joker one. (laughs) Um, Fight for the turtles. Save the environment. And that's so great because the fact that NFTs are, 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 you know, there's so much criticism. Um, People are always like lobbying all this criticism, like they're they're bad for the environment and the immense cost of running all these computers to mint all this stuff. And it's just like a, a random digital art. But like poo poo to all that criticism, this actually saves the environment. Oh, exactly. Because it does all that same stuff, right? But now you can buy uh, and own a picture of a turtle uh, with 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 your signature on the blockchain. Only you own this uh, this line of code, and you might not like the massive environmental costs implied, but consider that. If you is that get Chef one, Frog with a sub in his mouth, yeah, that is a turtle that you can own with a, sh- a chef with oh, a yes, turtle curly mustache. Um, um, if you join the Fighter Turtles Club, which doesn't at all seem like a like Walmart great value knockoff of a popular um, television show, yeah, screw that. Is. I want the Fighter Turtles. This is my sell to you. If you buy in now, you will get a t-shirt that says hashtag fuck straws. Oh, yes. Wear it anywhere that you, they try to off. If they say, do you want a straw? You just point to your shirt and be like, you know what I want. Yeah. Get that plastic piece of crap away from me. And someday on this one looks like Squirtle. So when people (laughs) say it looks like Pokemon. So imagine uh, Squirtle, the Pokemon, but with a shell. Or does he? I don't know. Uh, Squirtle has a shell. Um, oh, man, this next one is not on the nose at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a ninja fighter turtle. But what an original idea. I, how does someone come up with that? <laughs> yeah, that's good. There's dry bones from Mario. Or not. Um, so someday when you're rich off of these, because... You're gonna buy a. You're gonna buy. You know. You're not gonna buy one because oh, you're gonna exactly. want to sell it someday, and you're gonna want to buy a second one. You're gonna want to buy a second turtle, so you're gonna buy two turtles, right? Okay, so get out your e wallets right now and buy two turtles. 
because someday you're going to be rich. Yes. And when you have all this money and you're a famous name in the NFT space and people are like, oh, you know, there were so many naysayers. What do you have to say to all those people who doubted you now that you're a billionaire and you own not one, but two turtles? What do you say to all the haters uh, and all the people who said, like, was it worth destroying the environment over? You can lean back, point to your shirt and say, you don't even have to say it. You, you'll just your shirt says it all. Wink, you'll wink and nod at the camera, and you'll know. Uh, hashtag fuck straws. Oh, exactly. Saving the world one turtle at a time. Yeah, it's uh Oh, it's called donut beautiful. turtle, even though it doesn't look like a donut. That's literally. There's no way that's a donut. No, you can't convince me that's a donut. That's I've a never seen a donut that has lettuce inside of it. That's a sub or it's a taco. It's a sandwich. It's not a donut. Um, but yeah, there are only ever going to be 5,555. They love uh, fighter turtles. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and um. They're minted using Ethereum, which is, you know, the one that is. Uh... But you don't need to change anything. Um, oh, thank really God to, for that. Anyway. Um, Are the hand jar generated? I hope both. Oh, I read this. This is good. Wait for this. They are generated using hand-drawn traits. <laughs> so in a way that's saying they're generated. Yes, but a little <laughs> hand-drawn. So, best of both worlds, but more generated than anything else. They're using a hand-drawn aesthetic to evoke the idea of individual hand-drawn. Yes. Well, I hope that at the end of this spiel, uh, me, but really Paul, has adequately convinced you to buy not one, but two magic marbles. Not one, but two mad carrot gang carrots and not one but two fighter turtles club fighters which will entitle you to a t-shirt um that saves the turtles by suggesting that you uh sleeping with the straws oh yes uh so that's that uh, maybe I'll join their Discord and tell them I oh, gave them a free Oh, go ahead. Ad. Do it. Do it. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't get paid for doing that ad. That was just kind of by force of will. Yes. Speaking of NFTs, do you remember when was Charlie Bit My Finger was going to be one? Every single meme has been, been an NFT at this point. Yeah. But, yeah, yes. that was one. Like, I remember on YouTube it said it was going to be leaving a certain day. I was like, what? But like just the original video ain't gonna yeah. be there. But then the person who bought the NFT of it decided to keep it up there. That feels that's that feels like um it feels a little bit like a uh like they're enacting some kind of play because like there's nothing about 
buying and owning the NFT of the Charlie bit my finger video, like nothing about that would actually give you the rights to the YouTube channel that the video is on. Right. Like they, the channel said they were going to delete the video from YouTube. Yeah. Like it feels dog and pony show ish to make it seem legitimate. Like I, uh, um, like YouTube doesn't have any blockchain technology. Like I, so I don't really understand. Like, um, I just don't understand. Number one, what kind of a weirdo would sell a video of their kids to one individual person? Yeah, that's a little because so, then that means they had to destroy the original copy, right? But there's only that's to the be thing. One. All of this is like at the end of the day, the and the the code is mostly just a link a link to something you can see on the internet, and um, that doesn't imply anything about destroying the original video, um, like. If you minted a YouTube video, I would imagine that that would mean that you would have to take the link to the video and apply that to a code on the blockchain. Um, but I just, I would, or it, I feel like it would just be a link to the video. You can't, yeah. uh, I almost think the ad revenue would pay more than the um, just the one-time payment, unless it was a lot. But yeah, I mean, it, what was the thing about that? It could be worth a lot, but I, I'm sure the ad revenue on Charlie bit my finger is also worth a lot. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I can't really see anything else about it. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. It's following the auction. It was announced that the buyer had decided the video should remain on YouTube. However, as of February 2022, the video remains, remains unavailable to public eyes. So it's not on YouTube, right? If I search Charlie I mean, with my finger, will it pop up? Yeah, that's... Because they said it's like a private video. Yeah, now. I'm seeing that it's private. Well, But again, what... to, to me, what that means, I'm guessing, is that the person who owns the NFT has a private link to the Charlie Bit My Finger video, which... doesn't really have anything to do I mean there, if you search it there's it. like other <laughs> copies of it yeah well that's that's bizarre yes but I, yes, I've Paul, never cared that's one of to me that's the one I don't care about that viral video can I just say that like, I've never found that to be an endearing or funny video. Well, you know what was an uh, awkward phrase to hear in The Office Season 7, which in retrospect is like, why would... Ho pe people 
like kids today when they go and rewatch The Office. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, yeah. Because oh, remind me, there's a new show I want to see that uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. But when kids go back and watch The Office, I don't think they'll understand when Michael asks Holly, "Is Todd Packer funny?" Where she goes, "Steve Martin," which you can kind of understand. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, Charlie bit my finger. Oh, Michael yeah. Scott. <laughs> and yeah. then all the way down here, Todd Packer. Yeah. I think if you understand, uh, yeah, I mean, you, it's a little bit of a history lesson. Uh, you'd have to go through and, uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, so did you hear about this new show coming to Netflix? It's like the first, I want to see this. I'm not a big sitcom person, but I want to see mm-hmm. it so bad. Okay. I'm. Curious it is called Blockbuster. Oh, it is a new show starring is his name Randall Park. The um, there's he someone was with on that name. Fresh um, off the boat, and he's Asian Jim in season nine. Oh that yeah, prank. that's awesome. Yeah, it is a sitcom set at the last surviving Blockbuster. That is awesome. Yes, <laughs> I'm just like. Oh, I need to see this because this sounds awesome. That is, yeah, there's a 10 episode order for that. That is such a great concept. And I did hear recently, like, they're, uh, that, like, basically pitching a sitcom <clears throat> is like just trying to come up with every sitcom ever pitched is saying, here's where the people are going to hang out. Um, yes, and so it's a really brilliant idea for it to be <laughs> the last surviving blockbuster video. Oh yes. Well, should we get into our next segment then? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, that would be great. Uh, yes. What segment would that be? So the next one is secrets revealed. All right, as the one where we learn the truth about stuff that has been hidden from us because mm-hmm. we've been lied to all the time. Yeah, this is a, a yeah, uh, yes. conspiracy. Um, yes, we've only had one, we've only done this once before, but we learned yeah. that not only is there a city under the Denver am- airport, mm-hmm. it's a where way for you to go back to the like first six months of the year 2000 like the 90s are still fresh in everyone's mind it's Mm -hmm. all the good stuff is still there the the 90s are alive under the denver airport and um yeah this is really like um our headline here should be like uh uh you know drop all the fake news here we tell the the cold hard facts this yes. is where you get truth and unbiased news. Of course. So, shall we go? I could only find two because I found out that I thought I had some notes written down for when we did our Spider-Man one, but it turned out this is from last time we did it on one answer, so I had to delete a bunch of stuff that we already did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only have two. All so, right. we shall go with... All right. Go with number two. Here is this secret finally revealed to us. Queen Elizabeth I. That's important to remember because how many Queen Elizabeths are there? A lot. They're not very creative 
with their names of the royal family. Yeah. Um, the conspiracy is that Queen Elizabeth I was really a man who replaced the original Elizabeth when she died as a child. Interesting. So we've um, learned. Let's see. Let me try and look up Queen Elizabeth I. They didn't want to lead people to believe that um, their beloved queen had died. Well, wouldn't she have been a princess if she died as a kid? Okay. They, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I just learned some really personal well, information I didn't want to know about Queen per- Elizabeth I. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't make sure I say, I'll just say it as she sure. grew older, Elizabeth became celebrated for her virginity. Why? Okay. Why was she celebrated for that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they paraded in was, the streets. Oh my God. Are we going <laughs> to people? Mary, one of England, her, her, um, predecessor, I guess was a slut or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, finally, <laughs> finally, she was freaking. Uh, uh, we have a queen who we can respect. Lucy. not like Mary, one of England. Every time a sailor comes to port, she says, "Hello, sailor, <laughs> want to have a good time?" I'm Queen Mary, the first of England. Hoping to have a good time. <laughs> I promise you, it'll burn tomorrow. But it'll be worth it. More than any, she was more than anything. They, was, she, Elizabeth one was renowned. People rejoiced in the streets the second she became queen because of her virginity. <laughs> the and the excitement the grew every in the streets year. are like, oh, she's such a good girl. The conspiracy might not be that. Uh, that it was actually a man that replaced her spot and pretended to be princess and then queen Elizabeth for her whole life, but was actually that there was a thing in high school that kind of makes her maybe not a virgin. And she's kind of keeping that a secret. That's what made her get replaced. Yeah. They wanted yeah. a virgin. They're actually the like, leader. <laughs> They're like, like, um, Oh my <laughs> like, God, Whoa. Elizabeth, what have you done? All right, we have a plan. Elizabeth, we're going to fake your death. And this yeah. young man, this, this stud, gentleman, <laughs> this absolute stud. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, there's no way this, this dude replaced me with is a virgin. There's no way, because he's just like, I can be Queen of England. Doesn't seem so hard to me. Yeah. All the ladies will come to me. Although, maybe not in my disguise, but still, <laughs> I'll find a way. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, but you see, the thing is, we don't even care that he's such a stud and clearly isn't a virgin because, you know, he'll be a dude and so it's fine. Yes. Elizabeth, maybe like, even like, because. Social norms, they change every generation. Mm-hmm. Maybe like virginity back then meant like you don't walk around barefoot or something. Yeah. <laughs> like uh Elizabeth, how dare you walk? You walk out in public. 
showing your toes. I mean, that is horrible. I mean, the the toenail is the most sinful body part of all. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason there's uh toe jam under it or whatever. You disgraced our family. And so they sent her away to a nunnery. Probably. And yeah, probably. <laughs> uh <clears throat> and then like all the new the newspapers would come up and be like Elizabeth, what makes you such a great queen? And then the dude pretending to be her be like, I am a virgin. <laughs> but then it leads to the awkward moments of like whenever he like brings a young woman to court to the castle because he just he's like not a relative. He's like a friend who crashes there. He's like the king's. When he isn't is like Mrs. Doubtfire disguise, because that's yeah. Now that's what this is. Yes, it's a Mrs. Doubtfire type situation. When he's not in his disguise, like people think he's like the King Charlotte's best friend's son, like just Mm -hmm. some dude who crashes there. Yeah, and one day he'll bring a lady to to court you know because he he wants to entice her to one day marry him although you know judging by his history that's not all he wants so one day he'll be like oh darling because he's used to being served right he's like oh darling go to the chamber go to my chambers and fetch me my slippers and she's like okay because i can maybe live in this castle someday and she goes and um, she goes, opens his closet, and she's like, Oh my god, my boyfriend is the queen of England, he's Queen Elizabeth. And then, like, the king is like, He's there with his cards, and he's like, I'm sorry you had to see that, my lady. You got me down to the dungeon. <laughs> uh, then he's like, Where's that girl? She's been gone for a while to get me slippers. <laughs> Honestly, I think there's so many more interesting takes on the conspiracy than just that replaced by a man. Um, Whatever, no harm, no foul. There's just a person kind of just living, doing their thing. I'm I'm much more compelled uh, by the idea of... uh, you know, hiding, uh, being an absolute stud or, um, uh, yeah, just, it, it's an interest. it's an interesting one. Yes. And we've also learned, and we will get, <laughs> the royal family will hate us for calling Queen Mary the first of slut, but that is what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what does it take for someone to be celebrated for their virginity? <laughs> it means their predecessor must have been very, very bad. Like, um, I don't know. Like, oh, like the, the the son of son of Sam, the grandson of Sam, right? He like knocks over a liquor store. He's celebrated because, well, mm-hmm. at least he wasn't like his dad, the son of Sam. 
Yeah, you know, like the 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 last great Shaw, like we mentioned. Yes, <laughs> the last, the the it's the reverse the last of that. Great, the last great harlot. <laughs> Yo, the last yes. great floozy. Yes. <laughs> Other the nuns are the nuns at the time are like she's turned the castle into a whore's house. <laughs> The Queen of England, such a harlot. <laughs> Dang, man. I actually. Sounds like it went downhill. I guess so. Oh, Things well, I guess. Stale I guess they bounced England. back, right? Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, yeah, it's Party City again now. I mean, yes. Exactly. So. It worked out for the best. They are related, right? They should be. Yeah, Folger style. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Maybe that's another reason why they had to leave and send yeah. her to a nunnery. Yeah, yeah. That's why she was a virgin all those times. Well, what she was <laughs> for so long because she couldn't find yeah. love past the family. Yeah. Did, was she an only child? Uh. Well, her her mother, the slutty Mary Point of England, was the only child of Catherine of Aragon to survive adulthood. Yeah. <clears throat> she didn't pass down the name because she wore out the name Mary. Oh, yes. Oh, I don't think it says... What was I looking for? Oh, um, her children. I don't think it says... Man, some of these people did not live that long. That tends to be the case. Like, she was like, well, Mary was 40. And how old was Elizabeth, allegedly? Oh, this was really, oh, 69. I guess that's pretty, that's pretty good for 1603. Yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Can't, oh, wait. Not bad. Her mother wasn't. Her mother wasn't Mary the first. I bet her mother wasn't even a virgin. Oh, what a harlot! Anne <laughs> Bo Boylan. Yeah, she was the second wife of King Henry the Eighth. Isn't that the dude who chopped off everyone's head? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Guy he have? Oh wait, one, two, three, four, five. He had six wives. Yeah. He's that guy. Oh, great guy. Great um, guy. Just a great guy. Great guy. Better lover. I, yeah. <laughs> just good stuff. Um, Maybe that's why they celebrated her virginity. It was so important because like, hey, this dude, uh, six wives. Mm -hmm. eh, not every fairy tale is a storybook ending. Yeah. That should be a new Disney movie. The courting. Look, I mean, they've done true stories before, like Pocahontas and Mulan. Why not do a true fairy tale? Uh -huh. King Henry VIII. <clears throat> when one fairy tale king finds his one true, uh, his six true soulmate, his. You know, he one, finds his one, one true soulmate six times. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all different people. 
Yes. And like there could be a song like <clears throat> I must be header or something. Behead, yeah. behead. Yeah. She's been a pain in my neck. What shall I do? <laughs> I'll remove her neck. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Good stuff. We need that. We need a musical like that. Yes. I don't know if this did he create divorce or something or <laughs> he invented divorce or didn't he make it like it was legal or something because it wasn't or approved by the church. I don't know anything about this. Henry VIII. I thought I heard. I don't know from like hysteria, the cartoon, but something like that. There, there was a song that told you about the fate of his wives, but I never bothered to learn it and it would have come in handy now, but yeah. This is literally um, the only time it will come in handy. First time in my life. Yeah, for a podcast. Yes. Um, I certainly don't know. I don't care about that part of history. Um, yes. So this was a, a, a secret revealed, and we learned that... Uh, I'm just trying to recap because I've uh, lost the thread entirely. Yes. Uh, because Queen we're Elizabeth the I. After her um, very friendly predecessor, we'll say it like yeah. that. You yeah, know, she was the queen, so we should give a little respect, mm-hmm. I guess. Kind of. I mean, you gotta love the queen, right? Who doesn't? She has um, to be queen for a reason, right? I love that queen. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so did a lot of other people, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And um, then we found out that. Elizabeth I was celebrated for her virginity, but when she got a little too friendly, like showing off that the devil's um favorite body part, aka the toenail, yeah, she had to she had to go and she was Revealing replaced scandalous. by a male imposter stud who lived a double life, yeah, as both the stud and the queen of England. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a great secret revealed. This is the kind um, of stuff they should teach you in history class. They should. Yes. But they don't. It's a waste of time. So just yes. listen to this podcast. I mean, look, our history class, they start the American Revolution. You're lucky if you get to the Civil War. I mean, really, they start with Thanksgiving, and you're lucky if you get to the Civil War. Yeah. 20th century and anything before Thanksgiving, just it never really happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good that's a good message to put out there. Um I believe in that. I believe uh, in that strongly. Before two things, uh uh before I um fall asleep and take a nap and also before um Paul sends someone to get us um and break our legs for not getting to all the segments. I do yes. want to have to ask if there's anything else we need to get to well there is the most beloved of all we're in a 24 hour coffee shop on oh, poetry snaps. night snaps everywhere. relaxing snaps. smell of a, a decaf brew and a little danish too yeah all right so okay this is all right. We'll do this one because it's one I haven't seen in a while. It's from one I sure. The other one was one I found last night. This other one I haven't seen since I came up with the list like a few months ago. 
All right. Cool. Dear Abby, I am Dear cleaning Abby. out my closet and I've decided to sell my wedding dress from 21 years ago. I love the dress. It's beautiful, but it's a very large box to store. My 16-year-old daughter has made it clear to me that she will never marry. It was difficult for me to accept as she's my only daughter. The thing is, she wants to try my dress on. I don't want her to because she doesn't agree with the sanctity of marriage. Wow, this is deeper than I thought. Oh. Or the commitment of it. And I don't want my wedding dress tried on by anyone who feels this way about marriage. Lady, that's your daughter. It means more than playing dress up. I believe it should be worn only by someone who respects it. Am I wrong? Does my daughter have a right to have hurt feelings over this? Signed, not a game of dress up. <laughs> I just, um, sounds like dang. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm imagining someone like, oh man, it's cold out there. Can I, can I borrow your beanie? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a Carhartt beanie. And I'm starting to worry you don't actually respect the sanctity of the outdoor apparel brand Carhartt. And I don't want you to wear that and warm your head unless you're serious about it, okay? I don't want anyone with opinions like you touching this beanie. Oh, yes. It's it's like... um... She's like, hey, mom, I'm going to go to the mall. Can I borrow one of your pieces of clothes? Oh, well, we got to find something else. No, no 16-year-old goes to the mall anymore. Those days are over. Hey, mom, I'm going to go to the movies. Can I borrow some of your clothes? Oh, sure, honey. She comes out in the wedding dress. Okay, bye, mom. Comes <laughs> back. There's butter stains and chocolate stains and maybe a gummy bear stuck to it. Yeah. Though that's putting it to good use, it's just it's, sitting there. I mean, look, I've never understood. Like, it's a wedding dress; you're only going to wear it once. Like, yeah, you don't have to just wear it once. You know, like Michael Scott yeah, said, style yeah. in to Pam in season three of The Office when she was going to go on the date with the cartoonist. You yeah. know, you should wear your wedding dress. Yeah, because get some more use out of it. Yeah, I know. It's like it's such a big investment with no use. Um, I mean, to bring up uh, to bring up Pokemon again, like I brought up earlier, I'm always like perplexed by people who have like these collections of expect of expensive collector's items that they are petrified of ever using or like opening up uh, packs or like buying a figure but keeping it in the box or not unwrapping something is like, you know, you want to, if it's a tangible thing, you want to use it. You want to actually, yeah, you don't want to play with plastic coffee. Yeah. It's really sad to me to not just actually enjoy the objects. If you're going to be materialistic, just in actually enjoy the object. Yes. Like to bring that up, I do have, I got for Easter these really cool Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man figures. Mm-hmm. I, just because of time, I haven't taken them out of the box, but I hate having them in the box. Yeah. Because they look so much cooler. Like, I mean, yeah. Spider-Man, it's a nice flat box so you can take it in and out, but versus this DC ones you have to rip open. But they look, they look so much cooler out of the box. You, you don't want to just have these things just sitting there collecting dust. Yes. And also, 
Look, she's talking about how she doesn't want her daughter to wear it because her daughter doesn't believe in marriage or the sanctity of it. Yeah. But, you know, you, teenagers... Her beliefs are going to get all over it. <laughs> exactly. Yo, man. Ew, oh. Your beliefs are icky. You're going to get it <laughs> all over remember? my dress. Well, like the... There was an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Do, there was this episode where it... I think it took place during World War II or whatever. And this yeah. girl found out she was pregnant and the dude left her. Mm. And her father, he's this hardcore, super religious. Yeah. I, I think you know where this is going. And in the scene, she goes, he runs up to her room after he's been told about the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say a word, walks in, opens the door, and he just looks her up and down and goes, Slut! <laughs> this is like an, a reenactment or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's in. Um, oh my God, I'll try. I don't remember what episode it was, but I know you, you can find it on YouTube. And then the mom goes to him, and says, "Can't we keep the baby and raise it as our own?" And he goes, "I don't want to have that baby in this house. I don't even want to smell it." And he walks out. Oh I'm God. like, "Wow, that was hardcore." <laughs> He, he really yikes. hates that baby. And he's never yeah. met it yet. Yeah, yikes. Uh yes. <laughs> um talking about she doesn't believe in the sanctity of marriage. You know, when you're 16, a lot of times you'll say to your parents the opposite of what you really feel. Like mm-hmm. every day is the opposite day. Like, um, I don't know, how was school? It's fine. Well, fine means it was either good or bad. If it if it was really good, if it was fine, you would you would lie and say something else. That if there's any moral teenagers are liars. That's yeah, that's true. Learned, especially with their feelings. Yeah. But yeah. What if this whole thing of her wine the wedding dress is because secretly, like she lives in one of those states where you can marry at the age of 16. And she yeah. is waiting. It's a surprise. Like some people throw the surprise yeah, parties with their mother for her 21st like anniversary. <laughs> she's going to marry her 16 year old high school dropout boyfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, as soon as you said a state where you can marry really young, like some people really perked up Ed- Edgar Allan Poe perked up. Uh, Count Olaf, the huh? Oh, yes, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> exciting place to live. <laughs> yes, it's one of those really hillbilly places. <laughs> like, does it say, oh, no, she just wrote not a game of dress up, that's her name. That's a very creative name compared to some of the other ones, like Unknown mm. in the West. Like, give me a break. <laughs> if you're gonna publish, at least give me a try break, to come up with a better name, yeah. Well, yeah, she's way, and then it's, it's it's like um, it's one of those hillbilly states where the, she'll go to the little wedding chapel, and um, like um, she sees her daughter in the wedding dress with her boyfriend, who she's dated for like two weeks. Yeah, and then she's like, "Mama, I'm gonna marry Spock over here. He has a very exciting career as a meth uh, creator." A meth creator. Yes. Cool. cool. <laughs> Mama, he's gonna he's gonna sell as much meth as he can, and we're gonna retire at the age of 20. 
<laughs> That's right, darling. <laughs> no need for that fancy book learning when you got meth. <laughs> he said for special occasions, he'll try to work on crystal meth. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is, this is a tragedy. You know, <laughs> yeah, first is I thought that, no, now we're learning. You don't want your daughter to get married because she's not, she's not the best yeah. at making these choices. Yeah. And um, if it's, if, if it's anything that teenagers, I'm not a parent, but I think what you should tell your teenager is that you're n- not taking their uh, desires seriously or that um, you should tell them not to do something. Yes. Though that doesn't apply to her when the daughter says don't sell the wedding dress. If anything, burn the wedding dress. Burn yeah. it in front of her and say you will not marry that high school dropout who runs the meth lab. Yeah. Or, I mean, for me, I forget the interpersonal dynamics, forget the daughter. Like, I'm just saying, just use it for something. Oh, like, yeah. just use it, chop it up and use it for Napkins, some kitchen rags. And, yeah, uh, um, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe, yeah, use it in, in, in place of firewood, like a bonfire. Uh, you could burn an effigy. Use it as um, a flag to show that that because she believes in marriage. Use it as a flag to show that this is a pure house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a symbol, so use it. Yo, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think that's if anything. Your daughter is giving that dress some more life, though. Just don't mm-hmm. have her get married in it. Give up on your daughter getting married. Focus on finding a new purpose for that wedding dress because. I mean, yeah. Do you think anyone's ever measured out meth in a wedding dress? Oh, I believe in some places. I have to believe yeah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like a full wedding dress, but like one, like a, you know how some people get married in like a t-shirt that is a tuxedo. Yeah, maybe like something Vegas, like that. Like a like it could be like a Vegas wedding dress kind of thing. Oh yes. So probably it happens in Vegas. They... Yeah, it seems like uh, I don't know much about. I know I've seen Breaking Bad and like New Mexico and Nevada are pretty close. So there's probably lots of meth in. There's probably lots of meth in, in Vegas. Yeah. Oh yes, for her daughter's sake, one can only hope. Yeah, I've seen those Elvis impersonators. Oh yes, you think that <laughs> they're rocking their hips all along because it's for fun? No, they're doing it. Thanks to the clarity of mind that you get mm-hmm. from meth. Mm-hmm. Man, we've had a lot of drug talk. <laughs> yeah, this has been a, quite a few drug-fueled episodes. Yes. Say no to drugs, kids. That way we've covered our bases. Yeah. Um, oh, no, no, no. No, no, I scratched that. I forgot my own advice. Say no, thank you. Because, yeah. as we remember, Easy. they're expensive. Yeah. They could go to jail, and it's civil and polite. Yeah, I mean, be, be nice to your drug dealers. Drug dealers are people, too, and yeah. they deserve your politeness as much as your grandmother, maybe even more so. Yeah, 
I would say more so. Yes, because that look, if you miss a birthday gift to grandma, what what's she gonna do? Not bake you your cookies? You miss a payment to your drug dealer, he's going to come and shoot your house, or maybe break your leg, or take a thumb. Yeah, that Although, is. Although if you're in, if you're friends with our favorite artist, he can give you a thumb to give to <laughs> yeah. them. You have backup. It's... Yeah, it's a it's a it's a little uh it's a little nose hair of a thumb. Yes. That he sometimes uses to sh- try and smudge out a, a a stroke of paint into something to blend some colors, but it just ends up being a little tiny thin stroke because of the tiny and it comes to a point. It's almost like a pencil tip of a thumb. Oh, exactly. So, yes. So, I think we got there. The answer is find ways to reuse it. Either cut it up. Oh, my, my, I would say cut it up as both a flag to show purity of the house and use it for, like, handkerchiefs or whatever. Yeah. I Personally, I'm not a fan of the handkerchief. I find it yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's one thing if you want to use it for sweat. But... <laughs> Yeah, like um, I'm not gonna lie. If I have to go to like a party that's outside in the summer, which I would always say no to, I mm-hmm. refuse. But like, if I have a handkerchief and I see someone sweating, and I say, "Hey, you want my handkerchief? Thank you." I expect you to maybe wipe some sweat off, maybe rinse it when you're done. Don't blow your freaking nose into it because now you <laughs> ruined it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be pretty cool to get invited to um, parties. <laughs> yes. To like summer get-togethers. Like, oh, yes. To get invited to stuff like that. Love to be, love to be invited oh, to something like that someday. It's a wonderful feeling to be included. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet, I bet. Um, yeah. I, I think it is, too. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, so... I think that's it. I think we got sure the right thing. Yes. It sure is. Uh, call that was this our... one. We can't say this a lot about this show, but we can call this a success because we got through a lot. Hmm. How do you like that, Paul? Oh, uh, yes, Paul. Oh, what's... Just texted me. Don't go that far. Well, Paul, you know, way to put a little damper on there, but still, we got through all... The segments we yeah, learned a lot. Trying to bring us down. Yes, but we learned a lot throughout the time. You know what? It's always whenever we get to the end of the session that it all kind of really jumbles together. Yeah. Yeah. In a way, that's kind of the best because like a lot of the people who did drugs, it's kind of hazy for us now. Yeah. I mean, when was the on this day thing about the last great? It feels like weeks ago. Yeah, I have no idea. This podcast more than it's not so much an advice podcast as it is a drug and you should sell it to your friends uh in the basement of a church after sunday school you should uh on the blockchain too yeah you should give it to your friends you should give a picture of a drug uh that you can own as a piece of digital art uh that you can get high off of by looking at and knowing that you own it as an asset. 
Um, you can use this podcast um, to get, um, you know, maybe if you uh, if you hold your breath long enough listening to it, if you try, maybe go back to the beginning of this episode. Uh, you know what? Let's not get this taken down. That sounded vaguely yes. like a threat. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, that's it. This podcast is a drug. Have oh yes. uh, a great week. Week. Yeah, when do these you don't normally come out? Um is it... I I mean you I guess it can really like depend. Wednesday or something, like, but yeah, Wednesday. You got like a few days left of the week but to get through, but still have a yeah. good rest of whatever's coming up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have a good. It also covers us, our base like. Hey, you know, Monday and Tuesday, shake your best, but hey, yeah. Whenever you're listening to that, whenever you're listening to this, have a great next seven days. Oh, exactly. (laughs) There we go. Now we've gotten like lawyer, like we're definitive in that statement. Yeah, cover all the bases. Yeah. So yeah, there we go, guys. We learned a lot of stuff along the way. Met some new people. There we go. And some rumors. Got some new segments. Well, it also like advanced another one that we'd only done once before, but mm-hmm. yes, we got there. So there it is. If ever this show is unwanted, it's even more unwanted now because we have no more material. Yeah, it's true. We don't even want it. Uh, yes. Clearly. So, I mean, at at the end of this, yeah, at the end of this long, long road of segments, uh, none of it we know, and we're sorry, none of it did you ask. Exactly. None of it. But in a way, it still came anyway. Which is kind of beautiful. Yes. It's like when... You tried to get away from the snow and move to Florida, and yet, thanks to whatever weird seasonal thing, you still get a snowflake once in a while. Yeah, it's, it's like still I thought comes. I yeah I thought I moved across the country to escape this. So you might be thinking like, I thought I did everything I could in my power to never hear this podcast again, and here you are at the yes, end. It still of the found episode. a way. You somehow found a way to make it into your ears again and you didn't ask for it but yet there it was yes there it was <laughs> <laughs>